Hey everybody, welcome back. I'm Jesse, your DM. Cody playing Lazarus. Brennan playing Dis. Mike playing Nim. Britt playing Kenna. And we are Double Doubles and Dragons. We're a group of goofy Canadians that have gotten together to play a little D&D. Sometimes we will say things that are inoffensive. We mean them as jokes, of course, and they're certainly funny to us, but some people may find this offensive. If you do, we apologize, but we don't want any hate mail about it. So just don't listen, okay? Uh, Let's jump right into the action. All right, everybody, welcome back. Uh, quick recap of where we were. We've got Lazarus hanging out in the spoon realm, as they call it. Tried opening a door, but that didn't seem to go super well. Uh, Kenna is around <laughs> uh, and experiencing dreams or visions or some kind of thing. And uh, Nim and Dis are debating burning down an inn. I feel like that happens a lot. <laughs> I, feel like, I feel like that's in our recaps a fair bit. Please remember the fact that before Kenna left, she told you guys to think. <laughs> we did, about burning down an inn, right? Are you asking them to think about the fact that you told them to think? What yeah. if they forget to think about the thing you told them to think about? <laughs> but that's about where we are. Uh, Kenna was just pushing open a door of some kind. Uh, Kenna, as you push that door open, you do have a little bit of corporeal contact to it, and it does push. As you do, you kind of step out into what seems to be a new vision of some kind. Um, You can see the girl, she seems to be about the same age as she was in the kitchen, but she's out. She seems to be out. Maybe in a town, it's kind of hard to tell. Everything's that blurry, dreamy quality to it, but you see three other girls uh, seem to be taunting her or maybe teasing her in some way. They're kind of pushing her around a little grouping of themselves. They're kind of doing the pushing her from person to person thing. Okay. Um, you do notice, uh, just passive perception-wise, that she seems about the same age she was in the kitchen. Uh, but her hand isn't bleeding anymore. Does she still have the wards? Uh, she does, but they don't seem to be in the same place. Um, she's wearing a slightly different attire, a little bit more of like a outside dress, and those those warts seem to have moved up her hand a little bit. They're kind of midway between her wrist and her elbow. And there's is there more of them, or is it just the two warts? Just two. <laughs> And does she still seem very beautiful? Uh, yes and no. I mean, she does still seem pretty, but she's got bad body language. Very downtrodden, staring at the floor. So she looks like she has low self-esteem. Seems like, anyway. Um, The mumbling you can hear from the other girls pushing her seems to back that up more or less. They definitely seem to be taunting her in some way. Okay, and like looking around where I am, um, could this be Willyburg? Hard to say. All the buildings are pretty indistinct from this distance, and you just don't seem to have the ability to roam freely. But it could just as easily be as it could not be. Nothing, Nothing directly rules it out, but nothing is a concrete confirmation either. Okay, uh, could I try to... Listen into what the girls are saying to her and, like, see if they have a name. Like, if they're saying a name. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. Mm, Passive. Okay. Uh, Still just mumbling. It seems aggressive. The tone seems angry or uh, taunting, but the exact words elude you. And then the girls who are, like, pushing her around and stuff like that, what what are their appearances like? Uh, they seem almost too generic. Like, there's there's very little detail to them. Almost like their, their faces aren't even really filled in. Okay. You get the impression that it doesn't matter. It, it's more the action they're taking than who they are.
I guess I'll continue to watch. Okay. Things will continue on in that way for a little while. Okay. Uh, Nim and Dis, you guys have begun moving your way towards the house. Um, you've made it fair. I mean, you're getting used to wandering your way through these these vines of doom, uh, and you've made your way already uh, to the place where that path kind of splits into three ways. <clears throat> um, Nim, you walk up just a little bit behind this, or at least I assume this is out in front. Mm-hmm. Tell me if that's wrong. Okay. Uh, but as you come to that, where the the different gate openings are heading in, you notice something's different than the last time you were here. Uh, the vines have climbed up more of that grating, more, they've just covered more of it since you were here last. Even the iron, uh, has begun to show vines crawling on it. Okay. When we walked here, the X's and O's, did they swap from the last time I saw? And they didn't seem to, at least as far as you could tell. Okay. Uh, there's also, um, well, I guess, it, whatever you guys want to do. Um, left and three. <laughs> There's also, well, whatever you guys want to do. We'll head towards the, okay. the mortuary should be the middle gate, because the iron gate's on the right, Yeah, and then the priest's house was on the left. Correct. So we'll head towards the middle gate, I guess. Yeah, makes sense. Okay, so you guys head through. Uh, are you sneaking at this point, or are you more in a hurry? Like, where where's your heads at? Uh, just enough speed, like going fast enough that we won't, or that we're going to get there in a decent amount of time, but slow enough that we're not going to have problems with the vines with the stilts. So okay. I guess the normal progression we've been doing. Okay, so not necessarily stealthy, but just kind of yeah. being deliberate. Yeah. Okay, that sounds fine. So you guys progress forward a little bit, and you come to, this whole area has kind of that little bit of a hill to it. Um, and as you come up over that hill, you come out into a kind of like a dirt road. Like it, it changes from being a little bit more of a laid out kind of graveled type road that somebody's maybe taking a little bit better care of to just deep ruts in the dirt that have slowly collected liquid from mist. So it leaves you these two watered tracks basically leading deeper into the woods. The, the quality of the road definitely degrades as you go. The water that's in the tracks, how dirty is it? Is it pretty, pretty dirty? Is there still reflections coming off of it? Or? Uh, it's not really clean enough for that. They're mostly brownish puddles. You do notice as well in the tree line off to either side, the water table seems to be rising a little bit. You can see more like bits of exposed water in the tree line as well. It definitely seems to be becoming swampier. Get, I guess head through kind of the middle of it, just with like the water. Okay. It will be difficult with your stilts because you're going to start sinking. Yeah. Um, so do you have anything to try to help with that? Any any plan in that area? Dexterity. Just move quicker. <laughs> over it or I mean, that's fair too. Um, but probably actually move off to the side of the tracks just a little bit. on. Yeah, move towards the tree line, I guess. Yeah. Okay, try to stick with maybe something that's a little more solid. Like, like just stay closer to the trees, maybe see if there's, like, some roots we can get traction on. Okay. Just make sure you know, the water that we're walking by it doesn't reflect enough to cause a problem. Yeah, it definitely doesn't seem clean enough for that, or at least you feel fairly confident it's yeah. not going to be a problem. Uh, so you continue moving down for... It takes about ten minutes. Like, it slows you down quite a bit to be in that much mud and that much gunk, uh, you come to a spot where the road T intersections and kind of heads off to the right and to the left. But that seems to be around some sort of property. You can see a clean differentiation between the tree line back here and then the road T intersections. And beyond that is not quite grass, but somebody's cleared an area um, the fog makes it difficult to see more than about 10 feet into it, but there is sort of a small path that leads th- straight through that T-intersection and into that clearing area. Do we just want to head straight forward here? Yeah, I think so. <clears throat> head straight through. Okay. You guys up over the edge of the road there, 
down onto this little path that heads into the clearing. As you start heading into the clearing, you realize this whole area is much more swampy than the other area was. Not enough to necessarily block your progress, but there's a good two inches of standing water almost everywhere here. The vines are kind of on top of that water. Uh, and again, it, it's very dirty and gross, and it's not, it's got that kind of rank, like swamp smell, that rotting plant matter smell to it. Um, but, Dis, you especially, you're, you're getting a, a weird feeling from the water. Like, just your, your hackles are on end. Um, something feels off about this water. Um, oh, I have my weapon out already. Yes. I'm gonna just touch the tip into the water. Okay. The closest puddle to me, I suppose. It feels. It's pretty all around yeah, wet here so... now. I'll do that, and then through it, I'm just going to do basically the same thing I did with the graves, and try to detect, like, death within the water. Like, is this basically decomposition of bodies providing a lot of the problems with it, or... Sure. That? So, uh, do a religion check. Use use your religious power. <laughs> my religious power. All right. Tap into Meyer. Uh, my character sheet. Oh, it's That's right here. Oh, this is a twelve. Yeah, my religion is about as bad as I expected. <laughs> Five. Okay. <laughs> you dip your blade into the water, and you you try to kind of just associate yourself with death and see if you can kind of pick up on it. You definitely, you're not sure if you have enough religious experience with Meyer to do such a task, but you try it anyway. Um, you're not getting a lot, but just as you're about to pull the blade out of the water and maybe make up some sort of lie to Nim about how much it totally worked better. Uh, you do feel something. There, There's a feeling like several things closing in on you. You you get just that feeling that something's moving under the water. Feels like something's moving under the water. Oh, uh, what does that mean? Do we back out or do we go faster? I think we go faster. Okay. Well, okay. Let's go. <laughs> Bring up the weapon then. Okay, you guys begin running. Um, I'm also paying more attention to the water and making sure I'm not going to get. Sure. Nim, you follow after Dis. Yeah. Uh, how far back are you from him? I mean, your stride's slower than his too. Are you losing ground, Dis? Are you paying attention? I, to I, would, far back I would keep make sure Nim was around me. Like plan hinges on him, so <laughs> that seems fair. Uh, Nim, so how far back are you? Do you feel like? Uh, not super far back. Probably like five feet behind him at most. Okay, sounds good. Sounds good. And if I go, yeah, if I go too far forward or something, I would wait and make sure he's keeping up. Okay, sounds good. So you guys continue forward. <coughs> it feels like it takes a while, but with how m just gooey the ground is, you're having a hard time proceeding on your on your uh, stilts. It's just difficult. Uh, you move forward, and as you just at the edge of your vision, especially you, Dis, because you're a little bit, little bit better at seeing through the fog, um, you start to see just kind of shapes in the distance, like something's, something's out there, something's out there, something big, like it seems like maybe houses or trees, something taller than you, anyway. I uh, point that out to Nim. There's something out there, large buildings or something. That's good. We're heading for a large building. All right. Let's go even faster. Well, Nim, as you say, that's good. We're heading for a large building. Several hands reach out of the water around you and grab for your legs. I need you guys to roll initiative. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Here we go. Uh, grab your figurines. Combat. Combat. <laughs> Do I just port in this initiative? Dream world! <laughs> Dream world! <laughs> Does Abeldine save us? <laughs> I still have a spoon. <laughs> <laughs> we'll just send them to the Shadow Realm. <laughs> um, there's really not much around you, so I'm not really going to draw anything. You guys are kind of just fighting in the middle of a more or less oh. open swamp field. You're so. in a marsh. Yeah, you're in a bit of a marsh. Still in a marsh. Oh, that's not good. Damn it, Randy. I'm sorry. I thought this was America. <laughs> <laughs> I thought we were in America. 
Okay, uh, 20 and above. Okay. Uh, <laughs> not today. <laughs> 15 and above. 15. Okay. This is... Nim, what was your roll? 12. Okay. Okay, so what I need um, from you, Nim, is a... Oh, God, what the hell is the roll for that? Uh, n- no, do a perception check first. Mm. Try and figure out if they caught you by surprise or not. They were being stealthy. Well, let's see how stealthy. Uh, I'm going to use a lucky point. <laughs> okay. Okay. Uh, diss you as well. Okay. They're not reaching for you, so it might be harder for you to not be caught by surprise, but we'll see. Okay, good. That worked out. It was a perception? Yes. 17. Okay. 20. Okay. So, good news and bad news. The good news is, Dis, you were facing them when you were like, there's something over there. So there's a split second before the hands grab Nim, where you see it basically goes from completely normal marshland to just suddenly there's a hand coming out. Like, there's no warning. There was no... It just happened. But you're perceptive enough you realized, so you're not caught by surprise. Nim, you were caught by surprise, both because they were actually attacking you and you were looking at this, and just because of the fact that they just rolled better than you. Uh, so you're caught by surprise. So Dis, you'll get to have this round. Nim, you won't have this round. Uh, with that being said, Dis, it's your turn first. Right. You're about ten feet away from him at least. I think you guys have put yourselves pretty decently. Oh, I think we just... I'd probably be like five feet in front of him because that was the distance we were trying to stay away. Yeah. So yeah. Right here. And then I'll just Perfect. put down... Like I said, there's not really much around you, so I won't really draw anything. I'll just put down the, the guys that have come to accost you. So, which one's... This is Nim. So, yeah. He just kind of got semi-surrounded. And the long rest and everything went fine, right? Yes. That is correct. Uh, So, for right now, there's literally just the hands coming out of the water. So, any attacks against them have disadvantage for now, because it's kind of like they're prone. Mm. Alright. Or, not prone. They're hard. They're covered. Because most of them is hidden under the water. You can't see. Uh, that's it. If I bonus action tell Nim the shit that's happening because he goes after me, does that remove his surprise? Uh, I'd have to check, but I don't think so. Yeah. Yeah, because this is happening, like, very quickly. Yeah. Where's Salazar Medium? I can't be surprised. (laughs) (laughs) That was... That was a pastime, and him not being able to be surprised didn't really stop the party from being surprised. <laughs> no, but it did help him quite a few times. That's true. That's true. Can't argue with that. Alert is a deal. I just, uh, I'll attack this one to the right of Nim from our point of view. Uh, okay, so you're just going to attack one of the ones reaching for Nim. There's hands coming for you. You just chopped my leg off. <laughs> Please know that one. Roll that now one. Uh, 18. That's a hit. Sorry, disadvantage, because of the. Oh, right, you right, only sorry. have hands to attack. Uh, 18 still. Uh, still hit. Okay. Uh. This. This one is. Uh, I have sneak attack right now? Uh, yes. He's within five yep. feet of me and yep. five feet of that. Or, sorry, he's within five feet of the enemy. I'm attacking. Okay. Um, 20. Okay. 20 damage. My long sword? Oh, yeah, sorry. It's not just like 20 damage. You just rolled all d6s, man. Um, yeah, I rolled that incorrectly. So I'm just going to reroll my damage entirely. Okay. Because I rolled one as, yeah. Are I'm, you doing one hand or two hands? I'm just doing a one hand, okay. Um, but I rolled a d6 instead of a d8 for it. And gotcha. I rolled pretty high, so I'll just reroll. Okay, um, so in total, uh, 25. 25. Okay, <laughs> okay. so Dish shouts, shouts out that Nim is in danger, 
And you just, you swing down. You definitely, like, I, I feel like you at least take, like, one hand off with, with a swing like that. You just carve into those hands trying to, trying to grab Nim. Uh, anything else for your turn? Uh, yeah, never mind. I don't think I have a really good benchmark of how hurt they are. Um, Especially not with only being able to see their hands. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's not ideal. Okay. Uh, in that case, uh, Nim, it would be your turn, but you're caught by surprise. Uh, so we will immediately jump to their turn. Um, all three of them, none of them attack, but all three of them grab Nim. Are going to try to grapple him. Get pulled under the covers. Oh God! <laughs> Sorry, I can hold my breath for a while. <laughs> okay. Uh, so the first two try to grab you with. Uh, do you need what do you have defensively these days? Do you just need to know if it hits first, or do you what do you what do you got that you? Can... I have shield on as preuge. Okay, so just tell him if you hit or not. What's your AC right now? Uh, it should be seventeen. Okay. Uh, so that'll be one miss, one hit. Uh, might as well shield it. Okay. So you scream, I don't know, whatever you want to yell for shield. Deflect! <laughs> and that takes you up to... 22. I think I just got you. Yeah. Okay, so you block two. They, they reach for Nim, and Nim yells... Deflect! And two of the sets of hands basically just ting off some invisible barrier between him and them. Uh, but one of them seems to kind of slip under that and grabs hold of him. Oh, he would have his reaction anyways. Yeah. Oh, right. Oh, that's right. Um, he wouldn't have surprised. his reaction anyway. Uh, so that's two grab you then. Okay. Sorry, man. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. I guess I didn't burn that spell slot then. That's true. That's true. You saved him a spell slot. It's fine. Uh, so they both got you... How was I going to do the pull underwater thing? That's right. With these. Okay. Uh, Nim, how tall are you? <laughs> uh, three six. Okay. Uh, good news and bad news. Uh, your nose is above the water. Uh, the bad news is that's all that's above the water. <laughs> so they grab you and they pull down and you just clear your nose above the water as they stall and yanking you under the water If level. I, like, extend my spine and, like, tilt back, can I get my lips above the water still? Uh, you can probably strain for it, yeah. <laughs> oh, that's not what I was thinking. <laughs> 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 uh, that's it for them. Uh, so, Diz, you, you literally just, in the span of six seconds, you went from, hey, I think we know where we're going, to Nim is almost underwater. <laughs> Do I see any of the hands anymore? Uh, the two, or the one that couldn't grab him is still kind of flailing at him. The other two, for the time being, have disappeared. Um, I want to just go for Nim and try to grab onto Nim. Okay. And just, Yeah, um, you can do a, so that'd be a help action, so, uh, athletics check for trying to pull him out of the water. Is that going to go well? (laughs) Pray. You roll a 19. Aha! Right. The portent coming so into with play. with athletics, that's a 20. <laughs> oh, there you go. Okay. Well, sorry. Sorry. I, knew, I knew you needed it. <laughs> you, gotta really... fight, you gotta fight the other two, the mobs that are holding oh, really them, but let's see how that goes. Okay. So, you're like, Nim! <laughs> well, I don't know why you sound like Nim. <laughs> I, was, I was freaking Nim. out. <laughs> yeah, you, you go from Batman voice to, like, Nim. high-pitched girl when you're in danger. Nim! Uh, you reach down, you grab him with both hands, you kind of hook up under where his arms probably are under the water, and yeah, you haul him up. Uh, in the process, the two sets of hands that are holding onto his legs get pulled a little bit up out of the water as well, and you kind of get him just enough on the water that he's steady on his uh, uh, poles again. How does dragging somebody work? Uh, is that bonus action? It, it halves your movement, and as long as you've already got them grappled, then you're fine. It's yeah. just movement at that point. Yeah, it's just movement. So I haven't grappled already. It would it count? Oh, it's just movement, sorry. Um, yeah, so it's difficult It's difficult terrain, but you're already in a swamp, so it's already difficult terrain, so you can move like a quarter of your movement speed right now. Okay, I'm going to try. I think this will backfire, but I'm going to try to drag Nim out. Okay. 
Yeah, I imagine you could probably get him about five feet. <laughs> Does this provoke opportunity? Uh, on, not on Nim. I know Nim's fine, but on yeah, myself. Yeah, you can't provoke opportunity dragging someone, but you might provoke. Yeah, you would. They yeah. wouldn't. So, the yeah, you can get opportunity by those two. But one of them's holding Nim already, so only one of them is available to opportunity you anyway. Mm-hmm. Um, so we'll do that real quick. That's uh, 13. Miss. I think that's a miss. So yeah, it, it reaches for you, but it's half underwater, and it, it just doesn't... It just can't get you. Just doesn't do the thing. Just uh, doesn't quite do the thing, you know? All right, so I moved, so that would have been 10. It's double double difficult terrain. Yeah. So that'd oh, be, double difficult. Yeah, so 20. That would be 20 for the first move, and then moving another one would be like 40. Yeah. Um, Have I used my bonus action then? No. No. I'll use cunning action and dash. I think I can do that. Yeah, you can move three squares if you yep. dash. Yeah, I was gonna say. I think, I think dash is uh, is one you can use with cunning action. All right, so I'll move over here. Yeah, I think it's just dodge itself. You can't take. Yeah, there's one you're not allowed to. I always forget which. Yeah, dodge action. And ah, shit. You can dodge a hand. You can dodge a wrench. Um, you didn't dodge the hands. <laughs> so here comes the wrench. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> um, I'm just debating what I do with the last 20. Uh, um, I will say, the, the two that have gripped him, if you're dragging him, you're dragging them. Oh, okay, so okay, they're okay. Just, you're, you're literally dragging the whole the whole group with them. Well, two well, of them, two of the three. They'd be pulled to the surface of it. Yeah, yeah, they're definitely more visible now. I'm grappling. I'm kidding. How can I turn him? Like, can I move him around me like this? Uh, I don't think so. I don't think so, because you're not moving, but he would have to move, which means you'd still be using movement to move him. Okay. But you did drag those two more considerably up out of the muck, and obviously left the other one a little further behind. Mm-hmm. Um, Gives Nim something to to deal with this turn, then. Uh, I'll just do it one more time. Then. Okay, with your... Yeah. Okay. So, N- Dis runs in, and he's like, Nim! And then he reaches and grabs me, and he's like, I've got you, buddy! And you start just dragging him through the water. <laughs> You're on stilts, he's on stilts. <laughs> just trying to drag him without getting vines all over him, which is semi-effective and semi-not-effective. He's kind of getting touched by vines, but you're going to have to deal with that later, because mm. there's more important things to deal with. <laughs> Uh, Nim, I will say your back kind of feels like it's going numb a little bit. Oh, great. <laughs> uh, anything else from your turn, Dis? Um, no, I don't think so. Okay. Uh, then, Nim, that's you, then. Okay. How far can I see in the fog? Uh, ten feet. Only ten feet? Yeah. False. So you can see the two that got dragged with you, but you've lost sight of the third one. Damn. Is that going to be like steel or If it's uh, if a spell description says on a point you choose within range and doesn't specify C, does that mean I have I can to choose it? You have to be able to see it, oh, okay. but it can be at the edge of your vision if you so need to. Um. Uh... It needs to be further than the yeah, edge of my vision. <laughs> no, you definitely to to choose a point. You have to be capable of seeing the point. Hmm. Need someone else there to conjure a breeze. <laughs> They'd like to, but she's busy. Sure is. <laughs> yeah, I'm a gust of wind. I just don't. Have oh, that's true. That's true. I, guess I just don't have it equipped because I'm dumb. <laughs> <laughs> It's been wandering around a really foggy place for three days. I have no idea. <laughs> Why would I need a gust of wind? Push the fog away. <laughs> this is, because nobody's here, this is all just Nim's internal dialogue of all of his friends <laughs> shit-talking him about the bad choices he's made. Like he, He's laying there on the ground, his back half-numb, and all he hears in his head is, Kenna, you should have put gust of wind on. <laughs> One of those like Simpsons montages where like the heads are circling around. <laughs> Lisa needs braces. Dental <laughs> <Animal> plan. <laughs> yeah, that's Nim. He's having a tiny nervous breakdown right now. <laughs> um, <laughs> he did almost just get slipped on the roll. Yeah, I mean it, it's been traumatic. I get it. 
This may oh, but then no, because if I, I'm do, I'm, do, I'm wearing I'm wearing the stilts, right? Yeah, you guys strapped them to you. Okay, so then if I do this, it won't break the stilts because they're technically worn. I'm gonna polymorph myself. Okay. Into a giant ape. <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, do you give Dis any kind of warning with your bonus action, or yeah. is, is he just suddenly holding a giant ape? I'm like, I'm like, you might want to let go. I'm gonna ape myself, <laughs> and oh. like not just normal ape, giant ape. I, you you let go. I assume like in the same moment he begins yeah, shape shifting. <laughs> Okay, uh, so you all of a sudden balloon to the size of a giant ape, which I believe is large, or is it a gargantuan? Uh, it's not gargantuan. It's huge. It's huge. So Nim is now this big. Oh, my, my little size indicators are over here. You're grappling. <laughs> uh, so that's where Nim is now. <laughs> we'll just we'll just do that. Uh, yeah, so Nim, you shapeshift into the giant ape. Uh, obviously, your stilts disappear. Your feet sink about five feet into the muck as you kind of situate yourself. And you do feel the vines start to wrap around your legs now that there's nothing between them and your body. But being a giant ape, that numbness doesn't seem to really slow you down just yet. It's you also feel like... It's got that fur, too. Yeah. You also feel like you're not 100% sure, but you feel like your giant-ass body just pushed two of them underwater. Okay. Uh, also, because you're bigger, so you're huge, which means technically while you're standing all the way up, you can only barely see the ground through the fog. <laughs> <laughs> but you take up a much bigger space, so you can see that third guy now. Okay. Uh, Dis, you also got shoved away when he shapeshifted, but you're a pretty dexterous guy, so I think I assume you kind of stayed mm -hmm. on your stilts. If I thought it was more difficult, I'd have your roll for it, but I think you're fine. Okay, so I can barely see the ground, but that doesn't matter because the other ones are like basically invisible to me anyway. Under the water. There is that third guy over there that Dis already attacked, you can see now. Oh, okay. Um... I guess the third guy that I can just, like, I see, like, the tips of his fingers poking up out of the water. I will take a, or actually, no, two fist attacks against him because it gets a multi-attack. action, isn't it? Hmm? Polymorph's in action, isn't it? Oh, right, yeah, I can't do that yet. Yeah. And you bonus action to warm this. But you're a giant ape now. I guess I can move if I wanted to. Uh, yeah, yeah, you could totally... Put your foot in the third one and shove it in. <laughs> I think it's around here. <laughs> Step. Uh, you know what? I'm just going to stay there for now just so I don't provoke any more vines. Just pick up this and walk through the swamp. Okay. <laughs> well, it does last an hour, so once we're done this, I can just be like, me, ape. <laughs> you are the stilts. An ape on stilts. Yeah, I'll just break down two trees and strap my legs. <laughs> okay, it is the creature's turn. Uh, you kind of feel them wriggling around by your legs uh, as they kind of reposition themselves. Uh, and I think all three of them are going to know they can't pull you underwater being that big. So they're just going to attack you. Yay! <laughs> Actually, no, the vines are already touching you. They're just going to throw up more vines on you. Oh, yay. These guys. Mm. <laughs> Alright, let's see how many vines you get. The first guy throws up seven vines on you. Oh, cool. The next guy throws up seven vines on you. Can they throw up any more than seven vines? And the third guy throws up seven vines on you. <laughs> let's send our healer into the other world so that they, she can heal the children. <laughs> Sensing a lot of salt from the dream realm. <laughs> we now have a name for it. There's the spoon realm, and now then the there's dream the salty realm. realm. Yeah. Now there's the salty realm. <laughs> it's just where Ken is. Pure salt. I know they're dying. Not salty. Just pointing up. Uh, so that's 21 vines. Uh, when your turn starts, they'll do that much damage to you. Uh, it's also, I don't know if you're completely immobile yet with all the vines you're tying up around your legs, 
but you will be soon. Okay. Uh, that's it for their turn, though. Uh, so this giant ape, he's covered in vines now, and there's still three guys around him, only one of which you can see right from where you are, but you can make a pretty safe assumption based on splashing sounds. All right, I'm going to move here, which should be 30 movement, 10, 30. Okay, so you circle around the giant ape to head for one of the guys. Wait, sorry, this is... Oh, never mind. I'm not dragging him. So it's just this is just, just double terrain, okay, or just double, this. just regular difficult terrain. So I'm fine there. Um, this guy, would I have disadvantage if I attack him? Uh, no, he... he's up out of the water enough now that he's he's visible. They have to kind of at least their head has to show to be able to vomit vines all over a giant ape. All right, I'm going to attack him, and I'm going to great weapon master. Okay, get him with the big weapon. We're gonna two hand it. Okay. Um. I think you have to two-handed to use Great Weapon, don't you? No, no, I can single-hand that one. It's if I want to use the Great Weapon Fighting. Ah. Um. Oh, right, because the weapon just has to be heavy to activate the other one, which is part of your god weapon. Actually, yeah, I'm, I'm actually going to Great Weapon Fight, too. I'm going to hold it in two hands. I'm going to use the versatile effect and use this once. All right. Dis sees the giant ape and immediately assumes he's about to be outshined. Exactly. So he puts both hands on the weapon and decides now is the time to go to town. <laughs> Please, no, not one. Don't make me just kill him up. All right. Uh, so that would be 18 again? Uh, definitely a hit. Okay. And this should be a fair amount of damage. <laughs> I'm going to sneak attack. I'm going to do good old D10. Yeah. That's a D20. <laughs> you can roll some high d10s if you want. Uh, well, <laughs> the DM d10s are actually could be some high damage. They're even the same blue as my other ones. I should be good here. All right, let's try. <clears throat> uh, I'm going to goading attack as well. Okay. Or, yeah, I'm going to goading attack as well. Sure. I get to reroll all twos once. Okay. Bless you. Oh, Jesus. That's weird. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> um, 31 damage. Okay. Okay. So you come up, you go, you just, you put Oh, uh, sorry, hands. sorry. 36 damage. 36. This was hiding behind the drinks, the D8. That was my goading attack. And then he has to make a save. No, he doesn't. Oh. Oh. <laughs> In that case. <laughs> yeah, you just, you walk up, you see the giant ape, and you're just like, all right, time to get down to business. You grab the weapon with both hands, and you just do the big, like, from underneath upswing, and you just cut it crotch to tip of the head. Uh, and it just sort of bifurcates and drops into the water. Can I... Use my action that I get from killing it to cut the vines on Nim? Uh... To use an attack action on the vines on Nim? Are you allowed to use... Hmm. So Usually it says you would do a regular action, but I think if you can use a regular action to try to take some of the vines off, I assume you can just chop at them, too. Yeah. Uh, you know what? We'll, we'll do it. You, you can still only remove up to three, so we'll just have you do the attack action to hit to okay. see if you hit the vines and not Nim. Uh, and then we'll just roll the d4 to see how many vines you cut off. Okay. Uh, it's like 28 to hit. Yeah, I, uh, I'm, I feel like 28. You probably hit the thing you meant to hit. <laughs> Surgical. Yeah. And then... Surgical two-handed precision. Oh, and I cut off three vines. Nice. Okay. So that's three vines. 18. Yeah. Oh, this guy's did. 18. Did Vines won't be a problem anyway, so as he shapeshifts, it's just kind of like... Uh, 18 at the start of every turn, though. That's a fair amount of damage from vines. It's hard to maintain well, concentration. I'm more concerned about the concentration. No, yeah. because it's half of the damage you take. Yeah. But so. you don't have four casts or anything, right? No, but I have plus three cons, so... And lucky. Lucky, yeah. And a port. And a port that I can use to auto-pass. Oh, yeah, it's right, because it's a nine, so... Twelve. Yeah, so you cut one of them in half, it completely dies, and you also kind of surgically slice off three of the vines that are covering the giant ape. I guess it's... Yeah. <laughs> okay, uh, that'll take us to Nim. So you take 18 damage, uh, roll your con save first, and then obviously I assume you're going to punt some dead things. Uh, so 18 
Oh, wait. One second. What's my temporary is 157? So 18 is... <laughs> the vines definitely aren't going to kill him, that's for sure. <laughs> uh, and I'm just going to burn my portent to roll with 12. So okay, to pass. make sure you pass the... That sounds like a plan to me. Uh, okay, so you take the damage, and that is the rest of your turn. Okay, so I'm going to do a multi-attack. Um, with a multi-attack, it, well, because it's two fist attacks, each says one target, so... Uh, you can usually, I roll them separately? You usually pick two that you're going to burn in, and if one of them successfully kills it, I'll let you cleave into the okay. other if it's close enough. Yeah, because they're both beside each other, so... Yeah. Okay. So I'll just pick the one that's already damaged. Okay, the one that Nim already, or Dis already attacked. Yeah. Is. Um, and it crits. Okay. <laughs> Which is... Okay, we'll do the crit a, tables. That's going to be a lot of damage. I haven't done the crit table in a while. Uh, bludgeoning, yeah? It is bludgeoning. Okay. Uh, roll your D100 first. Okay. Let's see what the crit tables say. Watch as I just, like, immediately blow it up with a 100. It's fucking one-punch man. Uh, oh, it was close, actually. 98. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty close. Uh, 98. Okay, we do allow that one. Uh, as a free action, you may immediately make an additional melee attack with advantage against the same target. So, if it lives, you can attack it again. I don't feel like it's gonna live, because it's about to get 6d10. <laughs> but the crit, we allow melee cleave in our campaign anyway, so chances are you're gonna cleave into the other one anyway. Yeah, okay. So, 2d10. Somebody gonna get a hurt real bad. <laughs> That poor mob. <laughs> uh, it was like mid range. Mid range, yeah. Uh, so that's nine. Nineteen. Uh, wait, is the ten? Is that that's one? A one? That's a one. Yeah. So, uh, twenty three plus six is twenty nine. Okay. So it dies, and ten of that damage cleaves into the other one. Okay. Uh, so what basically happens from a making that make sense perspective is uh, you're you're a big monkey, and I just accidentally wiped out how many vines you have on you. Uh, yeah. So you you just like raise one big monkey hand, and you just swing into the thing, and you hit it. And you feel like every bone in it kind of shatter, and then you just knock it into the next one. Okay. Then you smack the other one. And then do I, I get to do my other multi-attack? Uh, yeah, you can do your other attack against the other one. You're already right there. Okay. Oh, and we are going to be using a lucky point. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, we me. rolled both sides of that. Nice. Yeah, the dice giveth, the dice taketh away. <laughs> but he's got lucky points, so he gets to cheat that give and take. This is why some DMs don't allow lucky. <laughs> <laughs> I don't mind lucky. Okay, that's better. Uh, 18. It seems for a hit? Uh, it's a hit. Seem a right shame if you both died alone in a swamp. <laughs> Plus, there'll be plenty of chances for me to kill you soon. And then either one of these two did not. <laughs> They did not shame me. <laughs> Pick the unshameful days. Oh, and I picked wrong. Mm -hmm. uh, that's a total of 11 damage. Okay. It's not a very big monkey hit. <laughs> no, what really happened, I think, is you kind of, you knocked the one into the other and, like, that was your big hit, and then the other one's with your non-dominant hand, and you came kind of straight down, and you hit him good, but... He's in a swampy area, so a lot of that impact just dissipated as he sank into the mud. Thank you, sir. But we didn't get to use your crit roll, so I'll say you pounded him into the uh, into the mud hard enough it can't move. Okay. Can't believe I almost rolled a hundred too. <laughs> <laughs> that would have been funny. Just instantly obliterates. <laughs> uh, okay. Uh, anything else from Nim? I mean, you killed one. Um. Okay, so this one's dead. Yeah. Yeah. Ooh. Mm -hmm. Um, 
No, I'll just... Well... Yeah, no, because I out of my action. Yeah, no, I'll just... Okay. It is the creature's turn. Is there a vomit? Nope. Did nope. not recharge the vomit. So, I mean, it, it really... It's not capable of feeling fear, so it's just going to attack the giant monkey that pinned it in place for a solid nine. Does not hit. Yeah. It's like, it, it's like flailing for you, but you kind of like cartooned it into the ground, so it's not doing so hot that way. It's kind of like an accordion right now. Yeah. <laughs> uh, which takes us to Dis. So, um... You wouldn't necessarily matter. be able to see him, but you'd know for sure he was over there from the splashing and such. Can I do 10 30 here on this space? Uh, or... You, you can't end your turn inside him. Um, okay, so I'll do here 10... I'm going to use my bonus action, cutting action, to dash. Okay. So that's up to 20. I'm just going to go here for 30. If you'll if you'll allow me the leniency, I think since you dash, we'll say you kind of like, you're like, I got to get over there. But like his legs are all wrapped in vines. So you just jump up and you like run across his monkey leg and then jump down into the water next to the other thing. Maybe do a flip or something. Well, okay, maybe not a flip with the water. <laughs> I mean, if you want to try for a <laughs> flip, okay. I'll let you. Done. Head first. <laughs> but if you land bad. I haven't used my inspiration yet. I have to wait. <laughs> Uh, so I'm gonna once again versatile and okay. attack, and I'm gonna use Great Weapon Master. Or All right, use one. Yeah, I'm gonna use Great Weapon Master because I wouldn't really know. Sure. Once again, so you feel this just like run along your body, and then he just comes jumping in with both hands on the weapon. Uh, twenty three. Uh, definitely a hit. Yeah. Oh wow! I reroll all these three again. Yeah, it didn't help much. <laughs> okay, so... Uh, 17. 33. 33? Okay. So yeah, you come running across his leg, you jump down, you just do the big cleave down from above, and yeah, you totally chop the thing in half. <laughs> he did. He did. Uh, you still got a monkey covered in vines, though. Uh, so I'm going to do the same thing as last time, use my kill action to turn around and cut off, uh, attempt to cut off up to three vines. Sure. That seems fair. Uh, that'd be 23. Okay, you hit him fine. You take off another three. Nice. So he's at 15 vines, I guess? Yep. Uh, so it doesn't necessarily need to be the combat round right now, but Nim, you're going to have to get all the vines off you as well as the vines around your legs. You're a big monkey, though, so I kind of feel like maybe we'll just do like a strength check and we'll just see if you can't rip them all off of you. Now the combat's over and exactly how much damage you take doesn't Is matter as much. strength or athletics? Uh, it would be athletics. You're trying to just literally rip everything off of yourself. Okay. Athletics <laughs> check. <laughs> Oh, that's terrible. Uh, it's still a 13, though. He's not used to the strength. That's right. And he's got those big monkey hands. So I'll, I'll say you managed to get about half of the vines off of you, but yeah, that, that wasn't the best showing. Uh, do one more con check just to make sure you can stay monkey. Try again. Okay. Come on, con. Oh. <laughs> do I... <laughs> <laughs> I'll just I'll burn my inspiration. Okay. Damn it. <laughs> Unlucky. He used an unlucky point. He used an unlucky point. Oh, I'm doing something inspiring right now. <laughs> we think. Yeah, I saved it. That's uh, 21 for the okay. check. So yeah, the, the monkey, the second round, he just lifts his leg up and a bunch of them tear apart and he just goes nuts. He goes ape, is what he does. <laughs> and uh, yeah, he's just ripping all this stuff clear. Dis, you're just kind of watching from the background. Just back, like slapped in the face. <laughs> yeah, there's just vines whipping around just everywhere. Them. Uh, Kenna, for a moment, let us go to you as the battle resolves. Something, something a little strange is happening uh -oh. in, in the world you inhabit. Um, you've been watching these girls push this other girl around, and things had been kind of escalating. The shoves seemed to be getting 
harder and heavier and that sort of stuff. Uh, and sort of just in, in, in a way that a lot of these things happen, somebody just takes it a little too far and you see one of them push really hard and the other two girls just kind of get out of the way and the girl falls to the ground. When she does, she lands on a rock that was present on the ground there and she lands on her shoulder and you watch as she screams. You can't, you can hear it much more clearly than the rest of the noise, but she screams and in that moment, blood just begins gushing out of her shoulder. What are the girls doing? Uh, they're laughing and walking away. Bitches. Um... Ala kind of would definitely attempt to go over and try to see if she can touch her. Okay. Uh, do a medicine check. So that's a nice little 11. Okay. <laughs> so you go over, and it is hard because the girl is a little see-through and not all there to kind of get a full gauge of her wounds. Yeah. But you do notice two things when you go down and, and try to investigate. The first is, by moving closer you notice that there are a large... When she fell on the rock, it looks like it kind of cut her in a couple of places. Like, kind of, you know, she fell into it and it scraped across. The other thing that you notice is those two very large kind of wart moles that have been on her arm have moved up. They're now up on the shoulder along with the wound. The other thing you notice as you move closer... Maybe because it's just you and her alone, maybe it's because it's particularly traumatic, you're not sure what the reason is, but as you lean in to to take a look at her wound, you hear clear as a bell her mutter, her mutter under her breath that she's going to get all of them for this. So, she cut her finger, the things were on her hand. Mm-hmm. She could have potentially bled in between again, and now she's bleeding and they've moved to her shoulder. When I'm standing by her, can I look um, on this part of her arm where the warts were before to see if there's like a scar or anything? There or are... Cut? Not scars, mm -hmm. per se. There's the little bit of that redness that's left over after a wound, but there's no scarring, and it looks like the wounds have healed fairly quickly on the lower parts of her arms. But there was... Wounds. There's definitely some... There was something there. Huh. But it's almost completely healed already. Not that you have a great concept no. of time in here. Interesting. <clears throat> While Kenna writes some notes, Lazarus, let's jump back to you for a few minutes here before our, our session ends. Um, you're still in the room. You're not sure how long it's been. It, it's tough that way. Uh, you and Willie have done your best in the kind of in-between time to try to allay the children's fears and that sort of thing as best as you can. Also, they'll be asking a lot of questions to see if they're actually our kids or if they're part of the place. I suspect so as well. Uh, so go ahead. Oh. <laughs> Uh, well, what was I asking them with Willie last time? Against the graveyard, wasn't it? Yes, that was the last stuff that you asked them about. Mm, Alright, well, suppose I would start asking things like, Well, kids, since we're not going names, what are perhaps your favorite games? Not that you can play them here. I'll just keep them talking, and I'll keep asking them things that kids would be like to talk about normally. I want to try and figure out if they... There's anything weird. Yeah, they do. I mean, they give you answers that seem more or less in place. Kid answers. Little games they like to play. Stuff like that. It's it's funny. The answers, for whatever reason, don't seem very important to you. 
but they seem consistent. They don't uh, arouse any particular suspicion in you. Mm. So they feel like they're kids. Not yeah, like part of the you, you're definitely not getting a bad vibe from them. All right. I'll ask Willie. How long were you in charge of the town? The entire time you were there, or no? Well, I see. It depends on what you're asking. If you're asking how long I I ran the town directly, that was uh, let me see, about about five years before all this happened. But but my granddaddy, he ran it before that. He's also Willie. Yeah, took his name right proper. What were you before willing? Anything they would recognize? Perhaps they're recognizing your grandfather or predecessor's name? Well, perhaps. Uh, I don't know much about my grandpappy. Uh, he, he had a rough go of it from what I remember. There, there was a lot of trouble in the town you know, back in those days, back... Back before, back before the fall, really. But, uh, wasn't an easy time back then either. Lots of, you know, you get people traveling through causing problems. Sometimes you get, you, you know, fights internally in the town had to be taken care of. That sort of thing. Alright. Are there any, what are some of the names? Of the old townspeople that were around when you were younger. Well, let's see. Family names. Uh, there's a couple, pretty well known. Uh, let's see here. Go, going from going from most wealthy. Well, the wealth doesn't matter so long as they would have been old when you were young. Alright, that seems fair. Uh, there was the Danfords. Jones, and, uh, oh, what was that other one? They are a fairly big family. It's, it's hard to remember after, after so long. I think it started with, it's the, 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 the Samsons. Oh, that was the last one. That's the main ones, anyway. Mo most everybody who's anybody was, was at least loosely related. To them three. Alright, now I'm gonna turn to the kids. Do any of these families seem familiar? They they all kinda nod. They they seem at least familiar with the names. Alright, well I'll lose my suspicions of the kids for now, I guess, but it does look like they're like probably from across different times or something. Uh I guess is there any other experimenting I can do with the door? I don't know. It's funny you should mention the door. Tink, tink. There's something. There's some kind of sound out there. Oh. Moving my way over. Okay. Give it a perception check. Passive, per usual. Okay. So you press your ear to the door, and it's like faint whispering almost coming through the door. You strain as hard as you can. And you pick out just a faint feed. Sorry, what was that? Feed. Feed. Something has a rumbly and it's tumbly. <laughs> yeah. You I, if I listen for like 30 seconds a minute, does it get like closer? Uh, as you continue to listen, it does seem to be getting louder. Whether that's closer or not, hard to tell through a door, but definitely louder. Alright, but this time Willie is the oldest in the room. Afraid so. Alright, well I'm going to wait there, listening, and if it comes to the door starts moving in, I'm going to cast protection on Willie this time instead, and see if it goes for me instead. Okay. As the oldest without protection. Okay, I like the idea, I like the idea. We'll, uh, we'll find out how well it works in a minute. Mm. We'll take a quick break first. <laughs> Build up the suspense. Mm -hmm. Wow, what a cliffhanger. I wonder what's going to happen next time. 
Uh, seriously, guys, thanks for joining us. Thanks for listening in. Uh, if you liked what you heard, share us with your friends. If you hated what you heard, share us with your enemies. Uh, seriously, though, like, comment, subscribe. We'd love to hear from you, and we'll find out what happens to Double Doubles and Dragons next time.